Good afternoon, and hope you're having an awesome Arab Shabbos. So as is our Friday custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from the Torah portion that we can apply to everyday life this week's Parsha being Parshas Nasso. First interesting fun fact, it is the longest Torah portion, weighing in at 176 verses, which is also interesting because the largest chapter in Psalms in Tehillim is also 176 verses, and the last largest tractate in the Talmud is also 176 pages. And there's actually a deep reason for that, based on numerology in Judaism. And how 176 is what happens when you take 22, which represents all the letters in the Hebrew alphabet, all the wisdom of the world, and 8, which always represents the world of supernatural. So taking everything that we can articulate in this world and realize that there's even more beyond that. But let's not go further into that right now. For today, especially with the current news of the fresh ceasefire in Israel after a heart-wrenching two weeks, there's a beautiful lesson that we can focus on from this week's Parsha. See, this week is the source of what is called the Birkat Kohanim, the special blessing that the Kohanim give to the Jewish people. In Israel, this is still done every single day, and outside of Israel, it's done just on holidays, like we just did on Shavuos this past week. It's a beautiful short three-line prayer, and incorporated in it are blessings for both material wealth in the first line, as well as spiritual greatness in the second line. So what's in the third line? Well, it ends with three very important words. V'yasem l'cha shalom. May God grant you peace. It's an interesting blessing to close off with. I mean, I get that we all have desires on a base level for material wealth and need that, especially if we use it in a way to bring blessing and kindness to the world. We ask God for what we need to make a difference, and I understand that we also ask God for wisdom and spiritual greatness, and that our character and aspirations should be elevated and strive to move beyond the mundane. But why close all of those blessings with the blessing of peace? And it's not the only one. In fact, if you look at most of our major blessings, the last sentence always wraps it up with peace. Think about it. The end of Kaddish. He who makes peace above should make peace down amongst us and the entire Jewish nation. The end of benching. God should bless his nation with peace. The end of Shemona Shalom. Please place peace among us. And just yesterday afternoon, actually, I had the privilege of officiating a beautiful little wedding ceremony for an awesome couple. And then later that night, I had the privilege of meeting with another awesome couple whose wedding I will have the honor of officiating at in just under a month. And the one blessing and aspiration I and our tradition always share with couples is that they should have what's called shalom bayit, peace and harmony in their homes. Everywhere you turn in Judaism, the last piece of prayer is about peace. So what exactly is this peace all about? I believe the answer is fundamental to our lives and enjoying and success of it. One could be blessed with everything in life, but if there is no harmony and peace within which to enjoy it, it has no value. Having peace and being at peace means that everything comes together to allow you to enjoy the blessings that you have in your life. The Talmud teaches that peace is like the kli, the vessel that can hold bracha, that can hold blessing. But without shalom, one can't access that bracha, that blessing in life. Think about how real this is. You could be blessed with so much material stuff in your life and in your home. But if the people with whom you are living do not live together peacefully with happiness, then there's little enjoyment from all the blessing that you have. A person themselves can have so much going for them, but if they always feel torn inside and not at peace with themselves, they can be surrounded by blessings and yet not enjoy any of it in any real way.
You can have a marriage of the two most wonderful people, but if there's friction and fighting, the entire marriage hurts. The room and home that was and has the potential to be full of joy suddenly feels painful, the most painful. A country could be blessed with all the blessings from above, but if they live in a state of war, they're unable to enjoy the bounty and beauty that they have. To be at peace means that all the pieces that you have, which independently are blessings, be it wisdom, wealth, family, friends, you name it, it only carries their ultimate value if they're experienced in an aura of peace. And therefore, our sages teach us in Pirkei Avot, be someone who is an Oev Shalom, who loves peace, and even more so a Rodev Shalom, one who chases after peace to bring it into their lives. Peace ultimately is the greatest and most important blessing that we all have, that we pray for, that we should do everything in our power to pursue. Being right, being smart, being rich, being driven, none of it is as important in life as being at peace. So while we are thankful for a ceasefire, which means people are not firing at us to kill us, we continue to pray for a day of shalom, a time of peace. And on that note, how appropriate it is that I get to wish you a Shabbat Shalom, a peaceful Shabbos, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.